Hi, welcome to Signs from Above. This is Lucy B. Uh, I want to continue my story of the cancer uh, story that I had talked about in the last mm, couple episodes. Um, last last week I had one, and then I don't know, maybe like a month ago I also had a, an episode on the cancer, terminal cancer story that I have of my friend Jackie. So I have been with her this week, but you guys, like seriously, I have never in my life experienced what I have experienced this week. I've had so many firsts that I can't even feel like I'm losing my voice. This is why it's been kind of hard to be able to get this on. But um, I really want to share this story because it's incredible. So um, a couple days ago, she, my friend Jackie, as you know, she has terminal cancer, kind of going back to where we were at. She has terminal cancer. Um, it, things really have taken a, a, a turn for the worse. So last week I had taken her for in for the scan and the radiation treatment. Um, she ended up in the hospital, um, the following week for what would be called, <laughs> uh, pain, but the pain was caused by the cancer spreading completely throughout her body. So it is in her liver, it is in her kidneys, it is in her bones, it is in her breasts. It is literally coming out of her skin. Her arm is completely black. It looks like she has just been through the ringer in a huge fight. And the cancer, um, she told me that's the cancer coming out of her skin. And so um, they ended up being able to move her. Well, she was in the hospital and they, the pain meds that they have to put her on, there was a, some type of machine. Again, I'm definitely not a health expert here. So some of you may be patient with me while I try to explain this. And some of you may know what it is. But um, basically, it was a machine that goes next to, gives her the pain medications. And um, her dose was so high that one of the machines that she had was saying that she was overdosing. So they actually had to go in and find a machine and uh, put her on it. And thankfully, they were able to do it. But basically, her the, the doses that she's on is just below what you'd call just an overdose level. She's on such a high dose right now. Um, they were able to kind of get it under control a little bit. She still has these IVs, but it's kind of in this little packet thing. But um, basically, after the scan showing that She's down to weeks now um, to live, and they moved her over to a hospice care center. And um, so that was this last Sunday, um, Monday, I made sure that I came down uh, to go and see her and help take care of her. Uh, in the meantime, her daughter uh, works for some type of ambulance company, and so kind of a perk of that job, which is... <laughs> Weird, weird thing, but she's able to get her an ambulance ride home. Send her back home to her hometown, which again is about six, seven hours away. Um, anyway, the, the great thing about that is that she's able to go home and all that. But I guess I, I had no idea about this. Some of you guys may know. Again, very naive here. have no idea. Um, 
And you guys see there's a bunch of paperwork and all that because she's on these pain meds and such a high dose of it that uh, you have to have fill out all this paperwork to get narcotics over the board over the border um, with each state. So that's kind of what they're working on and getting her pain meds under control to where she can start taking them orally. So right now it looks like she'll be going back this weekend back back home. Um, but in the meantime, I I was down there Monday to help kind of take care of things. And oh my goodness, oh my goodness, where do we even start with the things that happen there? Um, I'm a I'm 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 an airhead. I'm just gonna say it. I am kind of uh, awkward airhead, whatever you want to call it. Um, but when I knocked on her door to go in her room. I the chaplain was in there and I was just so happy that the chaplain's in there because as you know and if you've heard my other two stories my goal right now is like obviously to get her to Jesus um that was a dream that that God had given me and without knowing why but uh I just knew that this is this is my this is my goal with her this is what her salvation is the most important thing it's not I don't even want to say a goal like I don't want her to go to hell period and God doesn't want her there he wants her he wants her with him and so um chaplain's in there and I am thrilled to no end and I said oh my goodness I'll be back you guys just stay together and Jackie my friend was like no Tracy come in come in come in and um he's like it's okay, come in, we're just about finished. I'm like, no, 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 no. Go ahead, stay. I'll even sit here and you guys can talk. And um, he's, they're like, oh, we're just finishing up. It's okay. I'm like, no, no, please, please talk. And uh, anyway, he ended up just finishing up and he gave her, gave her this like beautiful wooden cross that I would say was probably... Um, about the size of the palm of your hand and he gave her this 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 cross and I had a (laughs) I had a cross necklace on and I pull out from underneath my sweatshirt and say look look I have a cross trying to show the chaplain that I'm a Christian so please stay (laughs) I know I'm an airhead obviously it didn't go across and he was they kind of just still finishing up but then he's like do you mind if I pray and she said oh no that's fine and so then he prays and says amen I'm like amen trying to still get the point across that I really want you to stay Mr. Chaplin please um anyway I guess nobody got the hint and he ended up leaving um so as he left when I was with Jackie some just some kind of it was very peaceful in there and you know she wanted to buy some gifts for her kids and her parents just kind of how she feels about them and she has a hard time writing that down and she wanted some type of gift to express her feelings that they could kind of carry around with them whether it be a necklace whether it be bracelet whatever it may be she wanted that memento to them and some time to give to them so we went shopping online to try to find these perfect gifts for her family which we did find but 
as he was as she was looking at this I, I had to run to the bathroom so I left and ran into the chaplain and I I talked to the chaplain and just said hey she's really close and I know she's close but she still doesn't know Jesus like I really want to get her to Jesus and I could really use your help and um the thing about it was that he said uh you know I asked her if she knew God and she told me that she talks to God on a regular basis now and talks to him multiple times a day and the the fact that she said that she talked to God was so amazing because the first conversation I had in with her about this whole thing she told me I'm talking to somebody but I don't know who it is and to for her to actually say I'm talking to God was so incredible so incredible just hearing that still I go that's great let's get her to know Jesus um we're getting there we're getting there uh he he said definitely that he would put her on as a priority so anyway I went uh, went back to the room, got everything ordered. But as as we're doing this, I'm noticing these weird, like, Buddha-type idols on her tray that goes over the bed. And one of them was small, um, color pink. The other one was rather large, like the size of a regular teddy bear. And it was setting on her tray and it was all different colors. And I'm like thinking, why does she have these here? Like she doesn't have these in her home. How is it that she has this in her setting right on her tray? Like, I mean, the little one wasn't really taking so much room. But this big one was like taking a lot of room. Why is it on there? Anyway, 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 anyway. I literally, in a sense, was just not where I was going to go. Like right now, let's get her to Jesus. You know, I don't want to sit there and tell her, oh, well, these Buddhas, they're idols. What are you thinking? No, I wasn't going there. And so anyway, um, I start getting back in and wanting to talk to her about, about Jesus. So we get into it and we, we, we start talking when all of a sudden, like her son comes in, um, and he has this other person with him and, Oh, you guys, this story, this is where it gets crazy. It gets really crazy. So they told me his name was Steve. So Steve, I want to describe Steve to you. Steve had kind of this beard. He had this short hair that was colored blue. And basically in women's type clothing and carrying a purse with a makeup bag sticking out of it. Uh, makeup done but looks like a man on the other end of it and you know as a Christian like I really 
don't want to be that person that is judgmental towards others because I don't know situations and everything that they've been through. And again, to go back to some of my other podcasts and hear the, some stories about that as well and how you don't know what, what their background is like. So anyway, I was just kind of like, okay, Lem. Steve's a little lost. And this really is what went through my head. I just thought, oh, Steve's a little lost. Like he probably just needs to come to know Jesus and things are going to be so much better for him. And Jesus is teaching me some things. And so anyway, so Steve had brought her in this like little present that was kind of made out of a 3D printer. And it basically said ZZ Top, which is Jackie's absolute favorite band. And she was so excited about getting that. And she said, thank you so much. And I thought, Aw, Steve has a big heart, like bringing her presents. Like, how nice is that? And so, you know, I I went over to Steve and I shook Steve's hand and I said, I'm like, hi, Steve, I'm Lucy. And, you know, thank you so much for bringing in that present. Like, I, that was really kind of you. And so Steve went on to say, yeah and did you see what else i made her he is the one that made the idols (laughs) oh dear um i'm sorry i was thinking back because this just happened a couple days ago and just thinking back of it i'm just like completely mind boggled by the whole thing but anyway one of them was rainbow and he said and do you see that one right there it's rainbow and you can see that for obvious reasons talking about himself so he had these things shoved up on her tray over her bed right in her face and okay so I'm like oh dear in my head thinking Steve I'm really trying you just went down a notch so anyway what goes on is then Steve proceeds to turn on the TV and watch this like Okay, you guys, I'm sorry. I really, I don't even really watch secular TV or music or anything. And I'm going to tell you right now, and I have watched it, okay? And I used to be a regular of it. And when you're in it and listening to both secular music or secular TV, it becomes like almost like you're blind to what what you're watching and what you're hearing. You almost come blind to how bad it really is. And when you have stayed away from it and all of a sudden you're watching it, you're like, what? This is on TV now? Like, it's really shocking. It truly is shocking. So, I mean, I haven't watched it for so long that I was kind of shocked. So I am going to give you a little background there. So anyway, uh, going back to the story this show was on and it was talking about like this girl who's like 19 years old and she's a sugar baby and uh, again I'm still shocked you guys might know this stuff (laughs) I just didn't oh I'm naive so uh, anyway he it was about this girl that was a sugar baby and she had there's I guess there's websites out there for sugar babies and they're going out looking for the sugar daddies well, this girl proceeds to be like, they buy, buy, they buy me drugs, they buy me alcohol, 
they pay off all my credit cards. Um, they buy me everything I want. And if you have kids, you might want to shut this part off. Uh, one thing they basically said was she would do anything as long as kind of going slow, just in case you need to go fast forward just a little bit. But she said she would basically do anything if she opened up her legs. Okay, I won't say nothing bad now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and she... I guess they paid off her credit cards, bought her clothes, everything, completely everything that was bad. And her family was there to try to intervene. So anyway, uh, Steve proceeds to like, that is my type of girl. That is the type of girl that is a good time. You have fun with her. Those are my type of people. Those are my people. And those other people need to step back. And I thought, oh dear, like, uh, Steve, you're losing some points here. I'm thinking this in my head. Okay. Steve's gone down another notch. Uh, I had no idea where Steve had come from. Uh, I didn't know anything about his history. Nowhere has has my friend Jackie ever talked about Steve until this day. I he it's like he just popped out of thin air. So Steve tells Jackie that if she gets out of hospice and he will pay for a trip for her and her son anywhere around the world for up to $6,000. And I thought, I just thought I took that as a little odd because how she's literally down to weeks to live and he is trying to tell her he's going to buy her a trip anywhere. Again, I just tried to shove things under thinking, well... Maybe he just wants her to get better. I don't know. Well, then come to find out, Jackie's son is young and she lives with him, or he lives with her. Um, the rent is extremely expensive. And Jackie has been worried about who is going to take over that lease to her help her son pay rent well Steve has stepped up to the plate and said that he is going to do this in the meantime with Steve showing all this it 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 calmed Jackie to know that somebody was taking it over and was going to help pay the rent with her son and not only that, but her son had relief as well, knowing that someone was going to be there to help pay rent because <laughs> it's so darn expensive by himself. Um, yeah, so all of a sudden, like all these like things are lining up, like what is going on? And he started to be almost controlling in this whole situation. And it was very bizarre to the point 
that he said, and it this literally came out of nowhere. I have no idea where this came out of. Um, he said, if a chaplain walks in here, they will be kicked out of this room. There is no chaplain that will be allowed in this room. And he looks over at Jackie's son and he said, right. And her son said, right. No, no, no chaplain could come in. And Steve proceeded to say, I will kick them out just like I did at the hospital. That was my biggest, ooh, ooh, this is an antichrist spirit. This is not good when I'm trying to give him the, the benefit of the doubt on everything else. But this man was bringing in every type of sinful nature that you could imagine from idols, talking about sexual immorality, drugs. Um, I mean, yeah, like the whole prostitution to... Oh, I uh, idols. I don't know if I said that. <laughs> um, down to the Antichrist spirit. Again, it was everything evil in this room went from so peaceful just to feeling so evil. And I felt horrible in this room. But it was almost like th- when he said that about the chaplain, all that Jackie said was, well, they're nice. Because I think that she was afraid that he would get out of this deal of taking over the lease. Um, which really, quite honestly, that just breaks my heart that she felt that way. 100%. It was horrible. Anyway, going back to the story. Um... Jackie ended up falling asleep and she had been awake all day and I knew she was probably going to sleep for a while. And Steve left to go get something to eat and I kind of thought, all right, well, I needed to head back because I live about an hour away. So I left and again, divinely, I really feel like in this, you know, pretty big center, I ran into the chaplain again, right as I was going out the doors. And I explained everything that was going on. And they don't want you in there. You've got to be careful. And I, the best way that I can describe what happened in there was this like, spiritual battle that I could not see that was going on. Um, I've actually had the question of like, uh, um, why did you not say anything when he said he was not going to allow the chaplain in there? The reason I said nothing and I still don't regret what I did was because he was such a barking dog and angry, a hateful that if I would have said anything, I know he would have really barked at me. (laughs) It's the best way I can describe it. And to me, when my friend is lying on her deathbed at this point, I don't want that for her. And I, I didn't want to cause any harm for her. But I felt right about that. I felt right 
because of that. And, um, oh, one more thing before I left. Um, Steve proceeds to tell her, hey, Jackie, I took off every single day, so you don't worry. I will be with here. I took extended vacation. I am going to be here um, with you by your side. And I didn't plan on this. I had no, I did not take it off, but I just look at him and um, I do work. I, <laughs> I do work for a ministry, um, but I just blurted out, I'll be here Wednesday and Friday. And he goes, oh, no, sugar, don't you worry about that. I will I have the time off. I said, yep, so do I. I'll be here. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I didn't plan it. Not to say that I wouldn't have, but I really didn't have a plan. But I, 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 I couldn't, I couldn't leave her in this man's hand when I'm, uh, it was a battle for her soul is what I'm getting at. There was Satan bringing in his little, I don't know if he had a demon in him or what is going on, but it felt really bad. And I, it was, like I told you, everything that happened on top of deception and controlling this whole situation, and I could not believe what I was seeing in it. I really, in my mind, am seeing like, closing my eyes and just seeing the angels and the demons battling with their swords that this unseen world and that's truly how it felt um I've never experienced anything like that ever in my entire life I'm still processing like what happened so anyway I go into work I do work for a ministry it's a it's a um it's a great ministry I (laughs) Uh, it's a worldwide ministry. Uh, we are like in almost every country in the world. Um, I went into work and just proceeded to tell my boss what had happened. And she said, oh, no, 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 no. You need to be there. You need to be there. No, you are going to be there. And she proceeded to tell the, the, ministry about what was going on and they came over and they prayed over me so this happened yesterday they literally put their hands on me and prayed over me and prayed over the whole situation they prayed over Jackie and that they some of them were in tears because of what was happening it was just mind-boggling and even my boss which she's the CEO of the company and she said, I have never in my entire life heard of any type of spiritual battle like this where they're fighting over a soul. And I I said, I don't either, but I'm not scared. I just am wanting to make sure I'm really, truly listening to the spirit and knowing that I'm doing the right thing. Um, and so it... It was insane. And so, I mean, still, I haven't even talked to them about what happened, but I was back down there again today. And I felt this time when I was going down there because there were so many prayers over me that I was like, I truly have an army behind me. I have an army, army of prayer warriors behind me. Another woman 
had given my boss uh, some holy oil, which I'm going to be honest, I've never used oil. I don't really know anything about it. I was honest with it. Um, honest about it, just that I hadn't. But this this was oil that had come from Jerusalem to the place that was the most evil place in Israel uh, where Jesus went to pray with his apostles over this area. And this woman that had gone there had literally had a vision of all this evilness and that she needed to bring this back. And she gave it to my boss. My boss had no idea where this was going to go. I prayed over it, and this is where it was going. I did. I didn't know what to do. She said I needed to pray over it, and I thought, okay. Um, She did tell me to put some on my forehead, and so I went ahead and I put it on my forehead. And, uh, and then when I went into the room, I just rubbed it in places sporadically in the room and just prayed in my head over it. And, uh, but before I was able to do that in the room, I ended up walking in and her son was sleeping they were both sleeping and I said oh and her son woke up and I went out I was like go right go ahead go to sleep I'm sorry and I went out to like one of the waiting areas because I I knew rest was important he ended up coming out and we just had this amazing talk and you know I'm just like all right God whoever you got I'll just bring him to Jesus <laughs> this is my day <laughs> we're gonna talk about Jesus we're just going to talk about Jesus. Anyway, we ended up talking. I ended up talking to her son about Jesus. And he was the one that told me when I said, what do you think happens after you die? He says, I believe we go back to the earth and our spirit somehow lives on through others by the way that we treated them, whether good or bad, which whatever, you know, he kind of, went in a little deeper than that but it was so hard for me to like understand it (laughs) but I just kind of maybe I I don't know anyway it wasn't true It, it 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 just wasn't and I proceeded to talk to him about Jesus and he was so open and then all of a sudden Jackie which she's been in bed she just comes walking in to this little waiting room out here because she wanted to get coffee. Like, what are you doing? Um, Kind of amazing to see her out, but she was just smiling. Anyway, we went back to the back to the room, had some, like, laughs. We talked. Um, I mean, quite honestly, it was kind of just a really good time today. Um, felt peaceful. But one thing that I noticed was there was another great big huge idol, and this one was red in her room except for this one was on the shelf I thought oh Steve was here (laughs) so yeah Steve was there the prior day uh anyway there was so many prayers like I said if people praying for Steve to stay out praying for Steve to praying that their eyes would be open praying and 
all of a sudden, like, Jackie is just getting text messages and text messages and text messages. And she's looking at it and she's like, um, tells her other son, where are we at on the steve meter today? And he goes, uh, he's like text messaged me like 10 times. I am ignoring them all. And Jackie goes, yeah, there's something really off about him. And her son agreed. Um, the man kept texting. He told them he lost his job because he's been dedicating so much of his time to her. And I, I was like, what? I thought he took vacation in my head. I didn't say anything. Um, so I don't know if that was a lie or not. It's so confusing. So anyway, her son had to take the cat to the vet. Well, Steve proceeded to ask him, well, oh, where are you taking him to the vet? He told him Steve ended up going to the vet. So when her son showed up at the vet, Steve was there. He was like, what is going on? Steve is like, I, I need you guys. I need you guys. I need you guys. I need you guys. And just going like almost desperate. It was in a sense kind of humorous, almost seeing like Satan getting desperate but they were saying, no, you cannot come today. So she said, I just need to spend time with my son today. I, I'm, I'm sorry. And he was still, I need you. I need you. You know, I feel like I'm a better person when I'm around you. And because of you, I am so good to other people. I am so good to other people. I just let me be around you. I can't, I can't do this without you. And I, so confused. And they were just like, their things seemed really off, very off for them. And this was the first time that they had felt this way, which was really kind of like, oh, well, I have a lot of prayers over this right now. And um, I just, I didn't say anything about Steve, you know, like he's not my friend. I don't know him. I just listened to what they were saying. And so I asked, I said, I did ask just questions. I said, well, how long have you known Steve? And they have only known him a few weeks. <laughs> I can't get over this. How this man they've only known for a few weeks has weaseled his way into their life like this but it became so she got so desperate for him to come in and take over that I think she was looking for anybody so I asked where did where did you meet him oh we met him uh, at a store that he was like a cashier at and I'm like, oh, okay, nothing wrong with that at all. I'm not putting that, putting that occupation down by any means. Um, but he was offering to buy them a $6,000 trip on top of that, which was really, really confusing to me. <laughs> but I was like... You guys, like, the prayer was that their eyes and ears would be open. And it was like they saw this fraudulent, demonic character of a man that 
does not have Jesus in. Okay, I'm going to say it. I didn't know if I was going to say it. Again, remind. let me remind you. I'm very naive. Okay? So anyway, there was something that was left in there. And I just asked what these were. Apparently, Steve had brought in his, like, psychedelic mushrooms into the room and left them there. Okay, you guys. It is legal to have them in this state. Just recently. (laughs) Probably going to figure out where I'm at now. But I'm telling you, he left drugs in the room and had places with his phone number (laughs) written down on paper and... This man has only known them a couple months. And they literally thought he was out in the parking lot right now just waiting for them to allow him to come in. But they held their ground and said no. Um, is he going to be there tomorrow? Uh, probably going to try. Uh, I don't know. Um, will he come Friday? I don't know. I'll be there. Um, fully ready. Uh, so it's so crazy. Uh, he was, he didn't come in. He, he, he didn't come in, which is where I'm going. It was just exit. So amazing. Um, I know I keep saying, um, 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 trying to think back. This has just been so crazy. Uh, her son left a while later. And I will tell you that this is the most exciting thing ever, but Jackie 100% accepted Jesus as her Lord and Savior (laughs) today. I am still all smiles. I swear my cheek hurts. Like, it's just been so amazing. And she told me that she feels him next to her as she lies in bed. I... I, I, I don't even, I don't have words to put in to how today was and just amazing. And we, we talked about heaven and something that's so sweet is she's, she said, Tracy, when I go, I'm going to be waiting at the gates of heaven for you. And I'm going to pick you up and hug you. And I'm going to give you a tour of heaven when, when you get here. I'm going to be right there waiting for you. Oh, here it goes. I'm going to cry. Like, so sweet, you guys. And it's again, God will go to battle for you. And you get your prayer warriors behind you. You get these people that will do anything and to help save the soul and working as our vessels and being that vessel for Jesus, you know, bringing them getting getting that fight that fight that gets them to him you know is like super super amazing and we serve such a good god and it's you know like a parent of everything of how he made that happen today and even <laughs> i don't even know how this happened you know like 
my daughter is in a this kids group then that I've taught this entire year um I've had these kids that I've worked with every Wednesday and today was their awards night and as I'm bringing working with Jackie and talking to her and getting her to accept Jesus as her Lord and Savior which was beyond the most important thing I wanted to be there for my kiddos for their last night and I got in the car and I wasn't going to make it and I called the the leader of the group and told him I wasn't going to make it and I I called my husband uh, my husband was a little stressed because he he coaches he coaches a lacrosse class on that same day um and I I just was I thought I I wanted to be there for my kiddos and but they were so important to me too and I wanted them to know how much I love them and as I I got my car put in my GPS I thought oh I'm gonna be so late I ended up getting on the way home getting in a turning lane that wasn't even the turning lane and right in front of me and that turning lane was a wreck (laughs) I thought oh my goodness if I wasn't already late enough here we go so I just sat there and sat there and sat there I couldn't even get over just sat there behind this wrecked car finally I don't know what happened but they both got in their car didn't even wait for the police and just both took off even though their cars were like crashed up and then I end up having to turn the wrong way because I ended up in a turning lane and I I had GPS I don't know my way around all that well there ended up turning around the traffic I'm in rush hour and then I have to turn all the way around I'm like oh my goodness like I am beyond late like there's just not a chance but I'm talking to my sister at the same time you know letting her know what what is happening and not even paying attention like I just stopped paying attention to the the time ended up and ended up I didn't know if I was even gonna get my daughter there because my husband's lacrosse and I thought oh this is just a nightmare so I'm driving driving back home talking to my sister my husband ended up calling and he's like hey just to let you know it rained really hard I'm like yeah rain wasn't even supposed to rain today and it rained so hard that they had to cancel lacrosse and he was able to take my daughter and take over the kids for me and uh for their awards and so he kind of stepped up and he's been he's been my volunteer as much as he could after he was done coaching so he was there for the kids, and I thought, well, that's pretty amazing, but not pay- not even paying attention to the time, just thinking my husband's got this. Just talking to my sister about the amazing day that just happened today. I ended up, I don't know what happened. I don't know. I Maybe I was completely speeding, and I had no idea because I really wasn't watching my speed. I don't know what I was doing, so please don't judge. I don't know, maybe, I, I don't even know what I was doing. I was just so in a phase of what happened and t- ex- 
telling my sister about it. I was two minutes late that they hadn't even started the ceremonies or nothing. And I made it there in time. And I swear to you, somehow God froze time for me today. I don't know how I got there in time and especially being right in the midst of setting forever in a wreck taking the wrong turn in the city I don't know how I made it there two minutes late when I already called the leader and said I am going to be I'm not gonna make it I was there I was on stage with those kids I was uh, hugging my kiddos. (laughs) I'm just telling you guys. I... I don't know what happened today. I can't explain what happened today. I have no idea. It was full of miracles all around. All around and how he just was there. He is good, you guys. He is amazing. I I don't know how you can't have faith. Um, I'm, I am going to tell you, I always like to tell a verse at the end. And this one is such a good one. You know, it's, it's Luke 15, 10. But it's Jesus saying, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of angels of God over one sinner who repents. Why do they rejoice? Not because they're surprised, but because a great victory has been won. So, love this so much. And just the thought of thinking that there was rejoicing today and a lot of rejoicing. And I'm still rejoicing here, right? So, that's all I have today. Much longer than I usually go, so... I hope you were able to listen to this and and the faith that I have is I I it's just increasing. It's increasing. We serve a great God, everyone. Thank you so much for listening and I hope to see you next week.